Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I'll be answering the question, what is block and replace therapy? So for those with hyperthyroidism, most endocrinologists will recommend antithyroid medications such as methimazole, sometimes PTU or carbimazole for some people in different countries other than the United States. But either way, the antithyroid medication blocks the production of thyroid hormone, which is what you want to do when you have thyroid hormone levels that are too high. And the way it accomplishes this is by inhibiting an enzyme called thyroid peroxidase. And some people, when they take antithyroid medication, they will become extremely hypothyroid. So you definitely want those thyroid hormone levels to get lower. And if someone's mildly hypothyroid, it's not a big issue. But if someone is extremely hypothyroid, that's not a good thing. The good news, it is reversible once the dosage of antithyroid medication is reduced, but still... It's very uncomfortable to be extremely hypothyroid. And the way you could tell if someone's extremely hypothyroid, first of all, you probably could tell by their symptoms. I'll probably say that they're fatigued and maybe have some brain fog, maybe coldness and constipation and maybe even gaining weight. But on a blood test, you'll see the thyroid stimulating hormone elevated. So in hyperthyroidism, that TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone is depressed. When someone's extremely hypo, it'll be very high. And then with hyperthyroidism, you'll get elevated thyroid hormone levels. But with hypothyroidism, those thyroid hormone levels will be decreased. And with block and replace therapy, the goal is to still use antithyroid medication to block the production of thyroid hormone, but also to give some thyroid hormone replacements, such as levothyroxine, which is synthetic T4, this will prevent the person from becoming extremely hypo. And it's usually given in moderate to severe cases of hyperthyroidism, but that's not always the case. And it's not commonly used in the United States. Most endocrinologists in the United States do not recommend block and replace therapy, whereas it's more common outside of the United States, but still I wouldn't say common. Most endocrinologists outside of the United States still don't recommend block and replace therapy. It's just that they're more likelier to recommend it than those endocrinologists who reside in the United States. And it could be a good option because again, there are some people who might be on a higher dose of antithyroid medication, let's say 20 to 40 milligrams of methimazole, and that's making them extremely hypo. But if the dosage is reduced, they'll become hyper again. And so the thyroid hormone replacement is helping to prevent them from becoming extremely hypo. And there are some situations where someone's on a lower dose of methimazole, let's say five milligrams or even half a tablet, 2.5 milligrams, and they'll become extremely hypo. And then if they stop the medication completely, they'll become hyper again. But it's more common to see people with the higher doses on the higher doses of antithyroid medication to become hypo. And it's especially beneficial during pregnancy if someone has hyperthyroidism during pregnancy and they need to take higher doses of antithyroid medication. You definitely don't want thyroid hormone to get too low during pregnancy because thyroid hormone is important for the developing fetus. 
So in a situation where a pregnant woman with hyperthyroidism needs to take higher doses of methimazole, for example, it might be a good idea for that person also to be on some thyroid hormone. Again, this obviously is up to the prescribing doctor, but there is that risk if someone who is pregnant is on a real high dose of antithyroid medication, they might become extremely hypo, which isn't good for the person, but definitely is not good for the developing fetus. Obviously, block and replace therapy isn't doing anything for the cause of the problem. Whether you just take antithyroid medication alone or you're doing the antithyroid medication with the levothyroxine as part of block and replace therapy, you, of course, want to do things to address the cause of the problem. But anyway, that is my response to the question, what is block and replace therapy? I hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next one. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.